Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. So the numbers have came out for the month of April. NPDs. Okay, so let's get into it. Final Fantasy VII Remake is number one. Um, Followed by Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Animal Crossing, New Horizon. Um, I'm reading this from IGN, and it states that April 2020 tracks spending across video game hardware, software, accessories, and game cards reached $1.5 billion. It's 73% increase when compared to April 29. Now guys, as you can imagine, because everybody is on quarantine, and it started in April. So, of course it was going to be like, everyone is rushing to get these games. My God. But it wasn't by that much, because in April in 2008, it was 1.2 billion. Now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna read up the top 10. Number four, NBA 2K20. Grand Theft Auto 5, okay, listen guys, listen. I want you to listen to me. If you have an Xbox, If you have a PlayStation, as as many a time, this game has been on sale. How in the world are you still, how is this game still within the top five? And... Epic Game Store just gave it away for free. Now, they had just announced that they have sold over 130 million copies of said game. There is no... Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm really happy that this is still on the list. But there is no reason as to why this game shouldn't be within the top five. No reason. It's, I mean, it's incredible from Take-Two Studios and whatnot. But come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Are you honestly telling me? Okay, I'm going into a soliloquy and I'm not about to go into it. So, Resident Evil 3, number 6. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. That's number 7. MLB The Show 20. That's number 8. Madden NFL 20. That's 9. And Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, you know what I was surprised? Because, um, Predator Hunting Grounds came out, and I guess the people who I follow was really pushing this game, and that was like number 15. And they were really pushing this game. I thought it would have made at least the top 10. As much as promo I seen them. Um, mm. 
congratulations. The Nintendo Switch remained the best-selling hardware platform of the month, and the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One increased more than 160% when compared to April 2020. People are still buying a piece. Okay, guys. So, Sony just announced that the PlayStation Pro will be getting a The Last of Us Part 2 themed PlayStation 4 Pro. I knew it was going to come, but I have a serious question for you guys. The PlayStation Pro, no, not the PlayStation Pro, let's just go with the game. The game is coming out next month, okay? Six months. You have six months. And mind you, the system costs $400. Now, sometimes you may catch it on sale. And it may run you $300. But, this model here, this SKU, this will run you $400. Why would you buy this system if you're looking forward to buying the PS5 in the next within the next six months. It doesn't make sense. If I was on the board, I would have told them to, to move it down to the PS4. But I would never be promoting the PS4 Pro because Within six months, you're going to be getting a PS5. It makes no sense. I mean, I'm sure people are going to buy it because people like to collect things. And who doesn't know how many SKUs are going to be out, but I find it asinine that they're selling this. Knowing that their next system is around the corner. I just and um, then the CEO yeah it was the CEO who said that um, that they will be talking about the PS5 really soon like really soon I mean I can only imagine I mean next month was it supposed to be E3 but that doesn't look like it's going to be happening. It doesn't look like it's going to be happening as far as the PlayStation experience. I, I mean, we're supposed to have an indication of when the system may be revealed. Like, what was keeping you guys so guarded? I'm excited to see what the PS5 can do and what it has to offer. I really am. But what can you do? So congratulations to all of the um, major parties on selling the games. Square Enix, you hit out of the park with... um, Final Fantasy Remake, I told you guys I've never seen it, and I'm waiting for a sale in order to buy it, because I know that's what's going to happen. Um, what else is new in the gaming world? Oh, Valorant is being released on June 7th. How come I thought that game was already out? I thought it was out, I mean, I didn't 
maybe I'm not following it as close as I thought I was because I thought that that game was like out because I've been seeing a lot of streamers play that game but it's being officially released June 7th um <laughs> now it's okay it's rumored that Call of Duty next game would be centered around the Cold War. You know what? (laughs) If you like it, I love it. If you like it, I love it. I mean, hey, in April, Call of Duty was number two as far as most games sold. It it really has me thinking about, and and, and, don't get me wrong, because I consider myself a, I wouldn't say a casual, because I like, I live for gaming. Um, but I have to say this much. I will say this much. Um, there are a lot of casual gamers out there. There are a lot of a lot of casual gamers, especially when it comes to the PlayStation base. And the reason why I'm not upset with them is because as long as there's a base for them and they have those numbers. Who am I to say, you know, oh, well, you shouldn't be having a top number, sweetheart. I like casual, I, well, I don't care too much for hardcore, but I like a moderate gamer. Someone who likes to play games, but don't take it so seriously. Someone like myself, like I love gaming. Um, but hey... You like it, I love it. I'm just really shocked that that game, along with the, um, the NBA and NFL 2K series, how in the world are they constantly, and in Europe, it's always the FIFA. It's like, guys, come on. I hope within this next generation that people just realize that I mean, that's $60 a pop. $60 a pop. But the only reason why I'm not upset and I get it is because I play a lot of Fortnite. Speaking of Fortnite, um, I think it's next week. Now, now, next week, uh, next month, they're going to be releasing um, the next season. And it's rumored, this is about pop culture and gaming as well. It's rumored that the guy Christopher Nolan who made um, Inception, who made the the Batman trilogy, Dark Knight trilogy, not Batman, but the Dark Knight trilogy, um, in a stellar, he is supposed to be releasing a full featured film in the game. Now, if this comes to fruition, that is incredible. Let's talk a little bit more about Stadia. Or <laughs> they had their first exclusive. Or major exclusive. And it's Serious Sam. Okay, <laughs> um, it arrives on PC and Stadia in August. 
And as far as the Xbox and the PlayStation versions, that game will not arrive until 2021. I don't know. Well, it is Google. It is Google. So I can only imagine that they paid for this. Which is within their right. I mean, other um, companies do it as well. It's an arcade first person shooter. But it made news. Oh my god, that was from the Volume Digital? Okay. Alright. That was huge. Hey, guys. You remember Jeff Keighley and everybody was talking about that they were going to be releasing, um, like, you know, gaming news? Because, you know, we're not doing any three this year. But, like, it's been very spotty. Now, we had the summer of games coming up from um, IGN, and that should be coming up next month, if I'm not mistaken. But here's the thing. I have not been hearing a lot of gaming news, like, at all, as far as what's coming out. Now, there was a rumor that Bayonetta 3 was supposed to be canceled, and (laughs) Platinum Games came out right after that even hinted and said, listen, you listen to me well. Bayonetta 3 is not canceled. We just released Wonderful 101. But, don't get it twisted, that game is still coming to the Nintendo Switch. So I'm glad that they are keeping, you know, their finger on the pulse of that game. I'm sorry, just trying to figure out. Oh, guys, um, if you want, on Epic Game Store, you can get Civilization 6 for the PC for free. You know, Epic Game Store has really been hitting it out of the park with these free games. I mean, at least recently. But, um, yeah, check it out. And the last news as far as for gaming, um, I met VR demo. It's out now. So if you have a PlayStation 4, and you have a VR set, go check it out. And see, and write in and let me know what you think. And those are your top stories in gaming. top stories in pop culture. Okay, guys, listen. <laughs> I just saw something that has me perplexed.
Okay, I want to get a couple of things out the way because I really want to talk about two. I really want to focus on two things. And both of them has to do with interviews. So let's get the, the mess out of the way. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande just released a new single called Rain On Me. It's going to be a bop in the gay clubs. And you will hear it when you go shopping. My impression of it is this. I think it's going to be one of the later tracks. And from the looks of the video, I think that it's late in the video. I mean, clearly there is a theme. And it's going to be a, a, a little a mini film. don't like it. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And the reason why I say I'm not a fan is because I've listened to this song a couple of times and keep in mind, this is just, it, it may grow on me. It may grow on me. I think what I need to do is I need to hear it with everything. Like the whole album. I need to hear the whole album and then I could get a a better sense of how to take in this song because it seems like a throwaway song it's like something that she came up with and like she didn't want like it sounds vapid And like I said, it's it, you're going to hear it when you go to the to the store, to the mall, and you're going to hear it in the clubs, gay clubs, because it just has that that boom. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those songs. Like if you're in the club, right? But it's playing in the background. But you don't want to get out and dance. Like it's not one of those songs that's gonna get you out there. But you know it's in the background, and you like you chat it up and whatnot. Um, her album is supposed to be coming out next week. I think her album is coming out next week. So I'm excited for that. I like to hear this whole album and um. In full. Okay. I don't know if you guys have been watching Bad Woman. I mean, I've seen a couple of episodes. Not for me. I think that it's because. And I get it. I think that they wanted to build the world on its own, but I'm sorry, she is tied to Batman, and in the series, it's always alluded, but it's not in your face, and if you read the comics, it's always tied to being in your face, however, Ruby Rose is dropping out as the star of the show. Now she says that it has something to do with the hours and whatnot. And I'm like, um, girl, you're an actress. You're supposed to be used to this. But I think that she believes that she's outgrown that character. I think that she didn't want to get, you know, boxed into that role. And I don't blame her for it. I really don't. Um, and it came out of the blue. Like the announcement was like, okay, I'm dropping out. But 
Her reason is just as good as the other ones. Halle Berry, what did I get? Uh, hold on. Halle Berry is supposed to be um, starring in a role of a movie called Moonfall. Hold on, let me find out more information about this. It's supposed to star, um, I mean, well, she's clearly the star. It's a Ronald Emmerich space epic. It's a sci-fi space epic from, like I said, Ronald Emmerich. It centers um, on a mysterious force knocking the moon from its orbit around Earth, which sends its hurtling. Oh, that sounds interesting! Which sends its hurtling on a collision course with light as we know it. You know what? Okay, alright. I think what's the Josh Grad? It's supposed to be in it as well. Um. Okay, I'm gonna see where this goes. It's gonna be by Lion King. It's has slated for production to begin this fall in Montreal. Of course, pending you know the Corona. And when okay. Okay, alright. I see you. Okay, I'm all about that. Now, let's talk about Future and his fans. So, Future son, he has a son with Sierra. Sierra is married to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, okay. Future tweeted out to his son, you know, happy birthday. It was like no more than eight words, if that. And Russell Wilson, he, you know, he wrote up a very heartfelt happy birthday wish to his son, stepson, but his son. And people were in their feelings. It's kind of crazy, you know? So, here's the thing. You're getting upset with him, Russell Williams, Russell, why do you call him Russell Williams? Russell Wilson, for being a good father to a child that is not his own. But you got future over here who's denying his own kids because he can't keep it in, not only can he not keep it in his pants, but he never wears condoms. And then when the girl get pregnant, then he doesn't even want to claim the child. Look, I know a lot of people have broken um backgrounds, especially when it comes to fathers and stuff like that. But guys, this is not it. It's not. For some good news, um, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, the one that they've been complaining and been advocating and just praying that comes out, that is coming out on HBO Max in 2021. It was announced. So, I don't even, I didn't even like Justice League, okay? I, but I will have HBO Max. And I may watch it. I may watch it. 
I'm not watching because I, I didn't even like the, the, the original. I didn't like Batman versus Superman. I just didn't like that whole... I really didn't care for it. I thought that it was all action and no substance. But hey, Snyder Cut is coming. And um, Takashi69, I know we talked about this snakes for a little bit in the past. However, Bishop Man wants to kiss respective platforms and gets on Instagram and tells the world that he is upset that he didn't top the charts. Instead, they gave it to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber for that song, Stuck With You. And (laughs) he said that they are buying their views and buying their streams and doing whatever they have to do in order to beat him. He said that it's something about six credit cards that has been, you know, Buck buying these said titles and stuff like that. I didn't know it was that serious. Oh well. He needs to desperately get off of um He just needs to get off of um social media seriously okay the first thing I want to talk about (laughs) okay let's talk about this interview now you know this is pop culture guys but there was an interview I saw this morning involving Joe Biden on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. It was like a 21 minute interview. I couldn't even get through 10 minutes. It's Jesus. It's it was bad. It was really bad. I'm just gonna say it, okay? I'm gonna say it. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with his messaging. I think that he comes off as very condescending and very entitled. I think that there is a disconnect that he has with the state of this country right now. And I just now, this is not to say that he's no worse than what we're going through in the administration now. I just, I don't, I can't understand how his team is allowing this to go on for as long as it's going on. Like, this doesn't make sense. Now, Here's my thing. He was given 21 minutes on the breakfast club. Now I know people are who are listening to this who may not know what the breakfast club is, but it's an urban, I hate that word, urban, but um it's a 
Turpin Radio Station that is located or it's out of New York. But this has a large, large span of it has a large range, a long range. Am I saying that right? <laughs> um it reached a lot of people. And that interview, it's supposedly it's it this is a breakfast club. It a lot of people of color listens to this station or listens to their clips or follow them. And in that interview, I thought that he would try to make a case as to why is it good for him to get their listeners to vote for him and it did not come off like that at all at all it sounds like People should be grateful. It's him. I'm like, so you're not even attempting to try. And what is it with your team not having you prepared? About how to inspire people to come vote for you. Just because we are dealing with what we're dealing with doesn't mean that you are going to be better. It just means that you should inspire someone to vote for you. And I didn't get that from you. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't get it. I mean, so many quotes. I mean, he just went on this rant. It just, he just read on this rant. It wasn't, I wouldn't even call it like an interview. I would call it, it was just like a rambling of an old man who is clearly not aware of the audience and who he's rambling to. And it's going to trend. I can only imagine that it's going to trend, but it's going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people of color mouths. Like, they're going to be hesitant as far as going to the arm polls, and that is very unfortunate because you're supposed to be inspiring, not driving people away. But what can you do? What can you do? Nothing, apparently. Hmm. It's on the Buffs Club. It's on YouTube right now. If you can get through it, um, check it out. Um, listen, guys. If you are a person of color, this is just, this is, God, I can't even say this. And I don't even, I'm not even trying to save it. It's just, I really want you guys to go and look at this. And just, just keep an open mind, okay? Keep an open mind. Um, talk about keeping an open mind. Let's go into this. Lana Del Rey. Miss Girl went on her... Instagram and she wrote this whole post about how how do I say this? How Lady got not Lady Gaga but Beyonce um Cardi B Kalani, hold on, let me try to find this post. 
Okay, guys, follow follow along with me. So she goes on Instagram and she makes this post. Question for the culture. Now that Dolce Cat, Arianda, Arianda, what the hell, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kalani, and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce have had number ones with songs being about sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing? Excuse me, about being in body, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if it's in a relationship not perfect, or dancing for money, or whatever I want, without being crucified or saying that I am glamorizing abuse. I am fed up with female writers and alt singers saying that I am glamorizing abuse when in reality I'm just a glamorous person singing about the realities of what we all now seeing very prevalent emotionally abusive relationships all over the world With all the topics women are finally allowed to explore, I just want to say over the last 10 years, I think it's pathetic that my minor lyrical explorations detailing my sometimes submissive or passive roles in my relationship has often made people say I've sent women back hundreds of years. Let this be clear. I am not a feminist, but there has to be a place in a feminist world for women who look and act like me. The kind of woman who says, no, but men here, yes. Jesus Christ, girl, what the hell are you going with this? The kind of women who are slated mercifully for being their authentic, delicate selves. Girl, the kind of women who get their own stories and voices taken away from... Okay, girl, listen. Lana... There are plenty of women who have written songs who stood in the very same places that you have been in. Um, Mary J. Blige comes to mind. Aretha Franklin comes to mind. Um, hell, let's even get into it. Let's get into it. Even though it was odd, it was a little bit punky, but. You get the feel on the apples of the world. You have Alanis Morissette, her whole album. Girl, her whole first album, A Jackie Little Pill? Girl, come, girl, come on. What I don't like, what I don't like is that you fix your mouth or fix your fingers to go after... women of color who everybody knows, including yourself, knows the bullshit that they have to go through in order to even get on the charts. Let them not matter of fact, that's not even good on the charts. To get in the fucking door. These women who you decided to put down was subjected to all kinds of scrutiny. All kinds of criticism. Hell, we just talked about Nicki Minaj last week. And let's not get into Beyonce. 
girl, you, and then you try to clean it up. Talking about that you was just trying to, girl, you are mad that you're not number one. And because you think that you are speaking your truth, which very well may be true. You believe that you are being outshined by these women who are expressing themselves the way how they want to, how they feel empowered to do? Girl, and from your post, as I'm reading here, I am cringing. I'm like, girl, listen, I love your music, but no, no. And there are places for you like this. That's why we like you. But what? We're not going to champion you because you're going around here. You're getting... This is how you fit. Girl, stop it. Stop it. Did you, you, girl, you just came out with a song with Miley Cyrus. I... I think it was Ariana. It was that song that you did for um, Birds of a Prey. I think that's what it was. And it sounded cool. Yes, you was even you was even melancholy in that one. But still, and I like actually like your verse more. <laughs> I like your verse out of the whole the whole ensemble. I thought it was amazing. But girl, this woe is me. You are in your feelings. We see you, Lana. A lot of people don't... uh, Maybe a lot of people may not mess with you. And people have their moments. And right now, this is just not your moment. People are living... The state of the world right now empowers people to, to want to listen to... These strong women because they're taking away a message that has not only belittled them but knocked them down and just harmed them so they're taking it back they are empowered by it and yes you may not like it but don't get on um, Twitter do not get on Instagram boohooing to the world that you're upset because you're not number one and then you try to clean it up talking about that. You have respect for them. Girl, you called them out. You called them out. My suggestion to you is this. Don't get on there talking about um, that mess. Make good music. Make music that empowers. You can be. Lana, we love you. We love you. I, I'm not going to say we. I like you. I like your music a lot. I think that your music, when I'm feeling, when I'm in my feelings, I listen to your music. But I won't stand for you shutting down these women who have found their lane, who is empowered by their lane, and you're shutting them down because what? You can't come up like them? Girl, bye. And I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, hold on. Let me see what she wrote. Because I know she wrote something really... Oh, and my last final note on everything. When I said people who look like me, I meant people who don't look strong or necessarily smart or like they're in control, etc. It's not about... It's about advocating for the more delicate personalities. Girl, now that delicate personality stuff, you know, we know that that's a buzzword. We know that's, we know what you mean by that. Stop it. Not for white women to come off of it. Thanks for the care and comments, though. Girl, you asked for them and they gave it to you. You knew what you were doing. Oh, and then she went up and said, bro, excuse me, this is sad to make it about women of color issues when I'm talking about my favorite singers. No, you're not. You were belittling them. You singled them out. 
I could have literally said anyone, but I picked my favorite fucking people, sweetheart. And this is a problem with society today. Not everything is about whatever you want it to be. It's exactly the point of my post. There are certain women that culture doesn't want to have a voice. See, this is why I don't like. And let this be. Okay. Okay. All right. Let this be a lesson to all of as a matter of fact I'm not even gonna go to the stars to everyone if you want somebody to understand you get in front of the camera whether it's on IG whether it's on Twitter whether it's on Facebook whether it's on YouTube get in front of the camera and say what it is that you need to say because when you read People can interpret it any way they want. Nana, I said all that to say this. Girl, show up and show out. And if you can't, sit in the corner. You have fans. Embrace them. And those are just top stories in pop culture. to the end of another great episode. Thanks for hanging out and listening to Tea Thrills. I've been your host, Ethereum, and I will see you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 